Welcome to another amazing weekly roundup with Ricky. This is episode 24, and I cannot tell you how excited I am for how far we've come with this podcast. It started 24 weeks ago, and we have gone uninterrupted. No matter what happens, you're getting your weekly roundup updates by your very own Ricky. And as you all know, we're going to go through our project-related updates, so MetaLeon-related updates first, which I have a ton to share today, and then we're going to dive into the market updates. No spoilers yet, but exciting stuff for our project updates. So everybody's been pretty excited about our official release, and we've been hinting at it for a while. We've been dropping hints, clues, everything, the community's picked up on it. So we officially have released, as you looked at our Twitter today, our official phase two mint date is going to be the 14th of March. And that just gives you uh, enough time to get your ETH, get your wallets ready, because we're going to be revealing so many new trade combinations that people are not even uh expecting like we're so excited to see everything come out uh so this is going to be pretty exciting i'm going to walk through everything related to the mint and then once we're done with all the updates i'm going to open up the floor again uh to do our q a because i know there might be some questions i'll try to answer them the best of my ability uh but what i want to get into right now is the mint price so what is going to be the mint price so that is something that we accounted for in a lot of ways. So we've thought about a lot of things, uh, starting from what was our initial mint price for phase one, market conditions then, marking conditions today, what we have delivered, what is the most affordable yet uh, quality floor compared to the floor price as well. What would be a good price for entry point for not just existing Leons that want to grow their bags because they know what we've delivered so far and what we're going to be delivering in the future, but also new community members because we just don't want to keep the Leon love within our, our, our community, right? It's a core community of very highly educated investors that understand long-term value, but we want to grow this to a larger community. We want to bring more people into the Leon family because we we're changing the way how we go about Web3. We're changing how minting works. We're changing how product delivery works. We're literally setting the path for the future projects in Web3 to go. I really want to see a phased, and I've said it multiple times and I say it again, I really want to see this, this path that we're taking with phased approach of minting to keep Web3 leaders accountable. If you have a project, I would love to see, and I... I really want to see more projects do this phase by phase approach because not only does it grow respect for the project because you're only minting when you deliver. You just don't go out and mint all out and then you're just waiting around for delivery. You're in the journey with the founders and the team and you only mint when you've delivered something. So phase one was the collection and the rarity tool and then we delivered our crowdfunding platform all within a bear market and we minted during a bear market. So our treasury was considerably less than what we had estimated to begin with. Uh, but we didn't let that stop us. And we're here months and months later after the bear market. And we're going to continue to be here for years to come. And every time somebody asks me about MetaLeon Society, I just tell them, do you have what it takes to be around for five to 10 years? Because that's what we're building. We're building an actual business. We're not just a Web3 uh, ecosystem. This is an actual business. So things like that are there for the long term. So if you're in the long haul, you're going to be rewarded for the wrong haul. That's that's pretty much how it works with quality stuff. All right. Too much digression there, but I hope you enjoyed the context behind uh, what we're doing. So phase two, uh, we're going to have a 0.05 ETH price point for our holders and our partner holders. More details to come tomorrow on what the partner holders section means. But for now, I have my speculations, but don't want to put too much speculation out there. But uh, we're going to take care of our partner communities. And then we have a 0.055 ETH for public. So um, 
in case there's some Leons left, which I am pretty sure is not going to be the case because there's insane activity, insane excitement. Um, I'm pretty sure we're going to not even reach the public stage. But if we do, uh, we have a 0.055 ETH price point, which is not that high. And again, we're not. And you're going to see when I talk a little bit more about phase two and how we're approaching phase two that we're not here for the money. We don't personally care about uh, we do care about having a good enough treasury to be able to deliver what we promise, but we're not here to make money. We're here to deliver value. As a business, if you think about making money at the start and don't think about delivering value, that's how businesses fail. So to generate revenue, you need to create a quality product, and that's what we're completely focused on. That's where the funds go. And if you know, know anything about project development and software development, things cost money. And even though we had a limited treasury, we delivered the crowdfunding platform and the quality of art that we have and the minting experience, which those that have not minted with MetaLeon Society before, you have missed out. The minting experience on the website is incredible. It's one of my favorite minting experiences, and I've minted tons of NFTs. So I'm excited to go right back in and mint me some more Leons. Uh, so yeah, those that are new, uh, hopefully you enjoy the minting experience. I personally did. Not going to reveal too much about it because it's super fun to experience. Um, then the supply. So phase two, the supply is going to be 1,000. So we're, the reason is, again, once phase, what we promise for phase two, once that's delivered, we're going to open phase three. And that is how we're going to go. And that is how we want other projects to go. I will keep repeating it until projects understand this. You cannot just mint out completely without delivering value. Um, if you, if somebody wants to record a <laughs> basically a little TikTok of me repeating this, then please do share it on social media. I want more projects to work like this, and I want OpenSea and other uh, NFT uh, marketplaces to actually help projects. Like it kind of looks at phase-wise minting in a bad way, which is weird because it should be encouraged in my opinion. But again, everything will come with our success, so I'm not too worried about it. Uh, there's going to be no max wallet limit. Uh, again, just repeating, there's no limit to your wallet. So if you want to mint all thousand, have at it. Again, um, probably not going to happen, but um we're not trying to limit anybody in phase two because we already did that in phase one and those were the ogs and uh, we wanted to make sure everybody got a chance and we wanted to open it up that way but phase two no limit per wallet have at it we don't want to keep you from holding the incredible leons that you deserve um then the the mint, so basically there's going to be no waiting period. The moment you mint your Leon, it's going to be instantly revealed. Uh, I cannot tell you how excited I am for this because I, even though we had incredible artwork for the reveal, like there's this dark Leon, those that minted for the first phase, they remember this. Like it was incredible. Even the artwork for uh, the unrevealed Leon was amazing. Uh, but yeah, you don't have to wait. Instant gratification. Again, this is the only instant gratification you're going to get with this project because we're long term. So enjoy your instant reveal for your mint. Uh, this next piece is super important. And I, again, I repeat, I repeat myself a lot because apparently the space requires a lot of repetition and I don't mind doing it. I want more projects to do what we're doing. What do I say do what we're doing? I already talked about phase-wise approach to minting. Second thing is talking about the mint allocation. I don't need I don't need those random percentages on light papers that I see left and right. Those are all lies. I don't trust them. I want to see actual numbers. Mint allocation for MetaLeon Society phase two. And let this be a message to all NFT projects out there. I expect them to do something similar. I want to see where your money's going. I want to see where it's heading because if you're not transparent with your community, you're not going to make it. So mint allocation for phase two. What are we doing with the funds? 550 of the mint Leon funds are going to go directly towards TCFX company creation. So if you remember, I've been talking about it for a while. 
we have delivered our beta platform, but in order to onboard customers, in order to start generating revenue, it needs to be TCFX as a platform and the company have to be registered in Switzerland under the right regulations so that they can handle SDOs. Uh, security tokens are, are a huge problem right now. The SEC doesn't like them. The U.S. apparently doesn't like them. Every U.S. just thinks everything is a security. Um, so we have to be very, very careful in setting up the company for success. So we're working on with, actually, we're working with an incredible company out of Switzerland that has exactly the experience that we need and is extremely reputable. I'm going to talk about it a little bit. 550, again, quick reminder, 550, straight to TCFX company creation. Costs are public. If you don't know the exact numbers, they're in Discord. The founders have already shared it. The dollar amount that's required, again, repeating myself, ask your founders, no matter what NFT project you are in, no matter how much you trust them, ask them these questions. If you ask us these questions, it makes us happy. We'd love to share. Nobody asks us for these numbers, but we're here providing them. Because guess what? We have nothing to hide. We're not here to make a quick flip. If we were, then we'd be gone by now. Numbers are transparent. The mint allocation is transparent. I want more people to be transparent. So go to your projects that you really love. Help them see this vision and help them be more transparent. So exact numbers in Discord. Mint allocation we're talking right now. 550, like I said, company creation. Second, 450 of them are going to go straight to building the MetaLeon Society ecosystem. And those of you that are keeping up to date with the roadmap, the ecosystem was supposed to be Q4. And if you know anything about MetaLeon Society and the leadership, we under-promise and over-deliver. So Q4, which was going to be the ecosystem, the staking, the uh, the Leon tokens, and the lottery, the, the insect tokens, the marketplace, all of that stuff, we're being ambitious. We're going to go straight for company creation and ecosystem side by side instead of waiting after company creation to create the ecosystem. We want to get this thing out. We want to work smart. We want to work hard. So here's what it is. So that's the update for you on the mint allocation there. Uh, if you have any further questions, we're always available. Uh, Leon Leaders, uh, Jenny and Reed, myself, Alpha and Napoleon, all of us are available. If we don't have the answers, we will get it to you. Do not hesitate. We love questions. Now talking about marketing for phase two. We have had amazing, amazing momentum in on Twitter and Discord, and it's partially because of the BAP initiative and getting tokenized. Congratulations again, Leon family, for that. It's it's a group effort. And I always tell you, as leaders, like we can only do so much until the community backs us up. And we're so grateful that the community does back us up in the things that it needs. So if the community tells us, hey, guys, we want to be tokenized, we're going to make it happen, but we need you to show up. So community always shows up. It's it's incredible. Like the Leon family is stronger than ever. The beta platform is out there. We delivered it during tough conditions. There's so much to be excited and proud about with Meta Leon Society. And when I tell you that I want you to continue this excitement, keep sharing your Leons, keep sharing these new visuals we're putting out there. There's this new visual that we put out there with uh, Larry Fink, who's the CEO of BlackRock, which is literally the freaking largest asset manager in the world. This guy practically owns half of the world. Like governments invest with his company. This guy goes out and says, the future is tokenized. And guess what? Who's, to who's working on tokenization? Tokenization of crowdfunding. Anything, anybody you know that's working on it? Obviously, it's us. And we didn't need Larry Fink to come out and say that. We knew what we're working on. We know that tokenization industry is going to be bigger than the crypto industry in the next 10 years. The research has shown the headquarters of it, it's either going to be Singapore or Switzerland. And guess what? We are based out of Switzerland. So we're set up for success in this new era of tokenization.
where we have the front row seats and as Leon family members and future Leon family members that come in through phase two, you will have the front row seats to all of this. While these giant companies figure out their way around it, we're going to be here and we're going to be set up legally compliant and with the right infrastructure and with the right leadership. So please, we need you. And this is why the next two or three weeks leading up to the mint are going to be huge for us. So if you're not active on Twitter, get active. If you have been active on Twitter, keep doing what you're doing because I know I see all of your posts. If I'm not commenting and retweeting your post, come yell at me because I'm trying to do that for each and every one of you. A lot of original content. Create collages with your Leons. I swear how many people have DM'd me over the last couple weeks with just saying how insane the artwork is. And I don't even feel like explaining how the artwork is just tip of the iceberg, but apparently people are just excited about the artwork. So if the artwork is all you're excited about, nothing wrong with it. Everything else is like a bonus for you then. But if you're really excited about the ecosystem, talk about that. So take your angle. You have so many things to pick from. Just go crazy. Let's build all this amazing excitement. If you have a visual idea, just tell us. We're going to work with our arts team and get that created for you. You know we create the best artwork in this space. So let's, let's just keep pushing as a team and work like a giant brain together to get as much excitement around phase two because I don't think this space is ready for how much we're going to grow. So... Um, with that, I want to talk about what the leadership is going to be working on for phase two. Oh my God, we've got so much for phase two. And this should tell you guys how deeply we think about each and everything. And this is this is the level of detail. And I love when Jenny says this all the time that Metalion Society has spoiled her for all the other projects because this was the first project that got her into Web3 and got to thank Reed for it. Um, and the level of detail we put uh, put behind and the level of thought we put behind everything we do is unparalleled. So just for phase two minting, these are all the things we're doing. So talking about um, spaces, we're going to have internal spaces and we're going to have giveaways for each of those spaces. And these spaces are pretty much going to be themed. So it's going to be like a Disney movie, right? Like it's going to be a, it, it's going to be a storybook. It's going to have episodes like a TV series. So what are these episodes going to be? It's going to be straight from the source. It's going to be Alpha Leon and Napoleon. Straight from the source, you're going to get the info. And if you hear any of the previous spaces these guys have done, you will know that these guys are the epitome of knowledge on everything they're doing. So you get a private podcast pretty much from these two guys talking about the different aspects of the project. So what are these episodes going to be? They're going to come out leading all the way to the mint. Episode number one and total of six episodes. So pretty much like a TV series there. And the number one episode is going to be focused on development of the project. So what are they going to talk about? They're going to talk about the vision, the team, and the building phase of the project, the very first initial, the early OGs, like all that stuff, right? So you're going to hear about the, the beginning of where MetaLeon started. Episode number two, we're going to talk about the MetaLeon Society story. And what is that story? It is the, the world that we build around the different eras that we have, the skills that we have, the evolution, the gamification of the strategy, like all that stuff how our ecosystem is going to work with just everything related to our story, right? So once you have understood that aspect, episode number three is going to take you into our ecosystem. So when I say ecosystem, now we're getting into the nuts and bolts of the nerdy stuff. It's going to be the revenue distribution, holding your Leon. What does that do for you? What kind of Leon gets you revenue distribution? Hint, historic and legendaries. How do you get there? All that stuff. Leon token, the insect token, the marketplace, all of that stuff. So episode three is going to talk about our ecosystem. Then once we've talked about our ecosystem, we jump right into TCFX. 
We talk about why did we create TCFX when we already had Betaleon Society? What is the work that has been done so far? How is TCFX linked to Metaleon Society and how does that work alongside Metaleon Society? So all the business related details. So I call this the non-sexy part. And the reason you want to focus on the non-sexy part is because that is where the revenue lies. Excitement is great. Web3 is amazing. I love it. I personally am the biggest proponent of Web3 you'll ever see. But it's still, if a project doesn't have a sustainable revenue source, then there's something, then you are the revenue source. And when I say you are the revenue source, it is the, the trading and the royalty fees and all that stuff. So we are working on that unsexy stuff. So you know that we're going to be success, we're going to be sustainable. So episode four, TCFX, the story behind it, how it links to Metaleon Society. Everybody with me still? Get to get a thumbs up and everything. I know I'm dropping a lot of alpha. Get some reactions in the audience. There you go. Perfect, perfect. I'm glad you guys are following along because this is exciting. Episode five is going to talk about phase two mint. So we're going to talk about the minting strategy, how are the funds going to be allocated. I know I shared the high level of it, but Alex and Tony are going to go deeper into that stuff. And more importantly, what are you, what can you expect after the second phase of minting, right? So you know you're going to mint. You know you're going to get your Leons. But what can you expect right after? So we're going to dive deep into that stuff as well. And to put a nice little bowl around this amazing series of episodes, we're going to finish up with our long-term vision. So how TCFX and the MetaLeon Society brand and our community orientation is going to work together to make us literally the best brand on this planet. And no ideas are crazy. Once we've delivered our roadmap, we are going to go for the stars. And you already know the kind of quality artwork we have. Our branding has always been top-notch. All the content that we put out and the artwork for the community, it's always top-notch. So we have no we have nothing stopping us to get on the creative side of things. So I have personal ideas about what we could do. Community might have certain ideas, but the founders have certain ideas. Uh, just hinting, they do have friends in the animation studio, major animation studios. So something called, could be in the charts because we already have a great storyline with our Meta Leons and the different eras that we have. So who knows? Who knows, right? The sky's the limit. So those are going to be the six episodes we're going to do for our family um, to keep them up to date with where we started, where we are, and where we're going. Uh, then we're going to have a few external spaces. You're going to be like, Ricky, oh my God, what are we doing for this one mint, right? Yeah. We'd like to have no stones unturned. And we're going full force into phase two because that just sets the foot for phase three. And phase three can't even wait to get there because we're going to have so much value already delivered that we might not even have to even express why Metaleon Society is important. Our work is going to talk for us. And that is where we want to get as a project. We want people to be talking about us for who we are and what we have accomplished and in what circumstances. That third piece is very important because if, if we were fortunate to have like a larger treasury, all of this would be a piece of cake, but no character is ever built when things come easy. So we're here to let you know that no matter what happens, we will always have a strategy and have the best interest of our community in mind. Those two things never go away. And those are our core values. External spaces. So we have had a lot of discussions with our partners. We have incredible partners that are blue chip projects and upcoming projects so we have a plethora of projects ranging from giant to growing and our biggest thing with partnering with people is who the leaders are and what their community is like if they align with our long-term value base and they're trying to do good for their community and trying to build something sustainable we're there for them so we're going to be hosting uh, a lot of spaces. I know the most recent one that's coming up is with DinoFam. Cannot wait for that. It's going to be incredible. Uh, 
Um, and then we have a few more. We actually have a lot more. And we are currently um, in touch with the BAP leadership as well, trying to do uh, spaces with them. Hopefully something works out with their schedules because I know they're super busy right now with their Mint um, and everything related to that. So fingers crossed, hopefully something works out there. Want to close out with, uh, with phase two related things now that we've covered a lot of things. Um, we just need you to show up and that's it. Be a truly on and show your excitement, be in the spaces, listen to these episodes. The, what we're working incredibly hard behind the scenes to bring you the most value, keep you educated, keep you up to date with everything. And you just have to do yourself a service by doing the same, spreading the knowledge, letting people know that, Hey, this is happening. Come join the discord. Come get excited, right? So this is my last push to let you know that the next couple of weeks are going to be extremely exciting. I cannot tell you how sleepless they're going to be for the leaders, but we're doing it for the Leon family. The more we do, the less it feels. So the more we got to do. So we're super excited. Can't wait for phase two. That's pretty much all I had to say for phase two. And I'm super proud of how we have gotten here and it just felt like it's so serene to even think about how far we've come and where we're where we're heading all right so the next piece i have for the project is development and business related updates so as you know with the phase two a lot of things come handy we got to make sure our development is in on par with everything um so want to talk about business stuff first so Alex Antonio, they had a lunch. They had lunch with Vincent, who is a Leaks partner. So L E A X. If you haven't looked it up, look it up. They're based out of Switzerland. It is a it is a blockchain specializing uh, legal firm, and they have incredible accolades behind them. They have, I think they've uh, they've helped over sixty companies get successfully registered in Switzerland um, related to tokenization and blockchain in general. So we're in good hands. They're extremely excited. The lunch meeting went really well. Um, and here's the exciting part, guys. And you got to give props to Alex and Antonio for this because they're putting in their personal and they've put in a ton of their personal funds so far, but that's all been to give back to the community. These guys, after the meeting, they're so excited that they decided that they're going to fund the initial beginning, like the first part of setting up the company from their own pockets and not wait for the mint for that stuff. And it, I know these guys, it's not like they're balling or anything. These guys are like putting their hard and hard earned money and like sweat and tears into this project. So kudos to them. If you see them in the server, tell them Reiki sent you telling them how amazing they are because they could have waited for the men two weeks and it would have been fine. Right. But they didn't want to wait two weeks. They want to deliver it now. So the process is going to start. They're going to put in their own initial funds to get the process rolling and then accelerating the process is going to put us ahead and improve our timeline. So that's just for the general good of the project. It's just good management in my opinion. Um, so super proud of these guys for making that step and, there are a lot of complexities around registering the company. So all those steps are going to be met a lot earlier now that they're going to start earlier on this. So that's exciting. And um, we might end up finishing up the company creation faster than our, and again, knock on wood about that, faster than our initial um, timeline that we had um, initially communicated. So again, L-E-A-X law firm based out of Switzerland. Um, just look them up. They are the people that we're working with. They are basically, so this, this part of Switzerland that they're based in, it's, it's a majority French part and it's called the Swiss crypto Valley. And it's, so basically they're also part of the crypto Valley association, um, which is part with Zug um, and 
that's where, if you know, the headquarters of Ethereum, Tezos, and Cardano have been established. So these guys are in that area, just so you know how crazy it is, the kind of connections these guys have. Um, so this is just going to help us build credibility for TCFX and the MetaLeon brand when we're going to be based out of a region where all these giants in crypto are based out of. And it, you just kind of people you run into in places like that, right? So exciting times for the project. Talking about the development aspect, um, the founders met with our dev and they are planning uh, they discussed everything that they have planned for phase two and the implementation details behind it. And it, our dev feels pretty good about it and seems like we should be able to meet our uh, timeline around the mint. Then the website. So if you've been to their website, it already is amazing, but you know, we're never satisfied. So we had a discussion with our web designer team and there is some updates that they would like to make to our website. Um, also, new designs. If you already looked at our light paper, we made some updates there. So keep keep your eyes out for the website updates. We might have something that will surprise you. Um, it already looks great, but we're going to add some more incredible stuff there because the only way to get better is keep improving. So there's that. And uh, there's going to be overall revamp of the website. We're going to add a blog section where we're going to be able to share our project-related news and po possibly get the podcast up there too so people can grab uh, grab the links easily and listen to the most recent Reiki Roundup and get updated with the project there. Um, so that's pretty much what I had starting from Phase 2 Mint, going to business development, down to tech development. And I am so proud of each and every one of you for being so excited for this stuff. I know I felt so bad. I'm like, there's so much info, but I'm like, Reiki, this is not info. This is alpha communities waiting for this stuff. So you should be super proud. You're here listening to this live and you get to ask me questions right after, which is the perk you get for listening to it live. Okay. Now quickly, we're going to go into our market-related updates. Price-wise, market up, market went up, market went down. I'm always going to make fun of like price updates because I don't give a flying fuck about price updates because I care about innovation, I care about infrastructure, and I care about regulation. So you will never see me talk about price. If you hear me talk about price, I was probably hacked and it's not me. Um, Hong Kong is where we're going to start today. Let's go to Asia, guys. Hong Kong is trying to be the crypto hub. And here's 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 my thing, right? So China, for over, what, five, six years that I've heard, first they wanted to ban Bitcoin. Then they wanted to ban Bitcoin mining. Then they wanted to ban crypto. Then they banned crypto. Then they made everything illegal. And now all of a sudden, Hong Kong is like, oh, by the way, we're going to be the crypto hub of the world. And they overnight just dropped crypto regulations on their people. And what are the crypto regulations? It's just basic guidelines on how the retail investor, people like you and me in Hong Kong. And again, Hong Kong is not that far from China. And apparently everybody that is somebody like a billionaire, millionaire in China has some sort of existence in Hong Kong because that is like a more freer version of the economy and they just have more say in things and it's just a more thriving economy in terms of uh, business and being business welcoming place. So all the crypto, all the crypto entrepreneurs and investors that left Hong Kong because of the regulations that, sh that were happening there are soon going to come back. And guess what? There's a ton of money in Hong Kong. And when they come out and the government's like, oh, by the way, here's some crypto regulations, guys. So what it is, it's basically guidelines for the retail investors, like I said, you and me, normal people that don't have tons of money, how they can invest in large cap crypto coins. So large cap meaning, I think it's pretty much limited to Bitcoin and Ethereum right now. But you all know speculation. So because of some freaking speculation, a bunch of coins that are based out of China or Hong Kong, 
they started just rising like crazy. So again, that is why I don't talk about price because people that bought into that hype, those coins are down today. So, well, welcome to the pump and dump world of crypto. Uh, so yeah, Hong Kong wants to be the crypto hub of the world. And I'm pretty sure China is going to listen to it. And China is going to come up with its own crypto regulations. I've always said, I don't trust Xi Jinping because that guy is a politician. I don't trust politicians in general. It's the agenda around making crypto illegal. Something similar is happening in India where the chairman of RBI, which is the uh, the Federal Reserve of, in of India, that guy doesn't like crypto either. So I'm like, I don't trust you either because you might have a hidden agenda. They might be trying to push their own cbdc who knows all i know is china might flip-flop when it knows there's when a government gets to know there's money in something and they can tax it it's pretty much going to be legal if it's illegal for a while the government's pretty much trying to figure out a strategy on how to get in on it so if a country is banning crypto trust me they're already working on unbanning it and the banning is just like a pause it's like a dam on a river right you can stop the water for a while but then you open the gates when you're ready. So when they're ready to get their cut out of crypto, they're going to unban it. And you can quote me on this. It's going to happen in the next two to three years in every country that's banning crypto right now. Uh, they just need their big friends, the big government, well, the big friends of the government, the big companies like the Black Rocks and the, the JP Morgans to get in. And once they have a good hold of the industry, everything's going to be regulated like magic, like they'll have it ready. And everybody's going to forget that we never had regulate. At some point, we didn't have regulation because that's how nearsighted the market is. People forget in like a month, like nobody's talking about FTX anymore. That thing was three months ago. <laughs> so, uh, but I'm here to remind you, I'm here to tell you that this is all part of the game and this is how everything works. There's, there's a reason that JP Morgan and all these giant banks get fined billions of dollars every year for manipulating different markets um so what makes you think they're not going to do it to crypto these guys love money and they're going to figure out a way to make it all right so that was long story short with hong kong exciting times and tyler winklewafs and tyler winklewafs is one of the twins these guys got big after they sold facebook to mark zuckerberg i don't know what happened in that lawsuit but uh, they made a bunch of money. Then they got into Bitcoin. They started their own exchange called Gemini. So he's he's a pretty smart dude. And what he says, I kind of respect it. I don't take it as I kind of take it as a grain of salt, but I also kind of don't take him lightly because uh, he's made some good moves in the space. So he said that the next bull market is not going to start from the West. The next bull market is going to start from the East and make its way to the West. And why am I sharing this right after the Hong Kong news? There's a lot more happening in Asia than Hong Kong. Thailand already has incredible regulations. Singapore has incredible regulations. Vietnam is almost done with its regulations. Malaysia is almost done with its regulations. Guess who's not even close to starting on its regulations? The United States. So I see what he's saying. It is high time the U.S. regulators and especially Gary fucking Gensler, so if he's hearing it, I hope he hears it, um, can stop sitting on his ass. And we're going explicit today, guys, because I'm beyond frustrated with what's going on in the U.S. with the regulations. He would go around suing people, would not give clear guidelines, and then go on public media complaining that these crypto companies are not coming in and registering with the SEC. And if you notice, I, rem I shared with you guys that SEC won a $30 million lawsuit against Kraken, which was a few weeks ago. And the, the, the CEO of Kraken posted a tweet. And the tweet said, it is my bad that I'm so dumb that I didn't know to click a button on an SEC website and fill out a simple form. And of course, he was being sarcastic. Because if the if the registration process that Gary Gensler keeps talking about, if it was that easy, everybody would be doing it. But he keeps suing companies that are legitimate and doing good, good for the space. Like Kraken is a legitimate 
exchange. It's a good exchange. And now for the rest of their existence, they cannot offer staking within the United States. It's bad for Kraken. It's bad for U.S. customers who are missing out on these gains. And who's profiting from it? Gary Gensler, his crony friends, and the traditional banking system. Because the more you restrict the people, the more control you have over the markets. So I'm I'm pretty biased. And when I say biased, I'm pretty much against how Gary Gensler is going about and the SEC is going about regulating uh, crypto in the U.S. Uh, this is no way to regulate. This is not good. Uh, there's no there's no guidelines. Nobody. It's pretty much saying, "Hey, uh, do this," and then somebody does it, and then you're like, "Not that way," and then you tell them not that way like fifty thousand times, and you never tell them how you want it, and that's pretty much what the SEC is doing. So that's my little rant about SEC and how it's putting United States behind on this technology. And it's going to come and bite these regulators in the butt in the future because people are going to be mad. There's already, there's there's a ray of hope. The U.S. Senate is going to have a hearing. And I think there was a hearing recently where Gary Gensler was asked to testify in front of Congress as to why he's approaching crypto the way he is and how he's like suing all these people. But then he failed to catch FTX. He failed to catch uh voyager he failed to catch um celsius and there's like a bunch of other companies so guess what happened gary gensler did not show up and then one of the uh one of the council people like yeah i really liked what they said like so gary gensler has all the time in the world to do these pr tv shows and go to all these PR movements, but he has no time to actually come and talk to the Congress, the people that give him the power to do what he's doing. Uh, so I'm, I'm glad that some other people don't like Gary Gensler other than me, and those people happen to be in the Congress. I am mad at the Congress too because they've been sleeping on their seats for not working on regulations. Gary Gensler's excuse is pretty much I only follow the rules that Congress wrote and the rules that were written by Congress were written 80 years ago and it was for a orange farm. And that's the Howie test. If you've heard it in the news, that's the test he keeps talking about. How can you use a test that was written 80 years ago on a technology that literally was created 10 years ago? Um, so anyway, don't want to go too much into that, but I like what Tyler said. Asia is definitely going to lead the next crypto uh, bull market. Japan, that's another country I haven't talked about. Japan has uh, incredible, incredible regulations. For example, XRP that is getting sued by the SEC for being a security. Japan declared XRP a currency five years ago. By the way, the same token that is SEC claims is a security has been declared a currency, virtual currency, five years ago in Japan. So the world doesn't care what the SEC thinks. The world doesn't care what the U.S. is doing. The world's moving on. And the same thing happened in U.K. with uh, with cars. They banned cars and the car innovation moved to the U.S. And we all know how that turned out. U.S. made so much progress in cars and led the way for automotive engineering. Same thing's going to ha happen with crypto and Web3. It's going to move away from the U.S. if the regulators don't wake up and the Congress doesn't act right. Uh, but innovation moves on. That's what I like about that's what I like about the world today. There's nothing stopping innovators. You pick up your bag and move to a place that understands your value. So moving on, exciting news coming out of the U.S. At least some good news, right? So eToro, if you've used that exchange, I personally have it. It's a it's a traditional stock market exchange. It's got an app. Uh, they started offering crypto about a couple years ago, or maybe three years ago. I can't remember. Uh, they went big onto Bitcoin and Ethereum and then opened it up to other crypto. They have successfully gained the New York Bit license. And the New York Bit license is just a license that is given out by the state of New York uh, to do business in the state of New York because apparently they just have very different rules than other states. And the Bit license is actually one of the most difficult licenses to get. So congratulations to eToro. They can now uh, do business in New York. Next piece again coming out of the U.S. and this is this is positive development. 
IEX, which is an exchange, and Coinbase are apparently working together to create the first US-based federally regulated crypto exchange. And this is coming out right after the fall of FTX and everything that happened with that. There's a need for transparency. So this initiative they'll be working on again with partnership with hopefully collaboration with our friends at the SEC. We'll see how that goes. Coinbase is a publicly traded company based out of the United States. IEX is not. Um, so hopefully that brings credibility to them. There is a huge opportunity for that. So if they become, it's good and bad news. If it's good news is it's going to be regulated. So it's going to be transparent. It's good for the industry. Bad news is it might put a lot of control in the hands of just two companies, and which is something you never want. I've talked about it with USDC, which we're going to talk about here in a second. I don't like centralization in Web3. So if anybody gets too much power, be it a blockchain, be it a company, or be it a person, that's that's never good. So next piece, uh, MasterCard. I know I've been sharing a lot of news with Visa and the kind of stuff they've been working on with Web3. MasterCard realized they cannot sit on their butts and they had to get going. So MasterCard has partnered with a Web3 payment protocol called Immersive to bring USDC settlements, uh, pretty much like what Visa is working on with on the Ethereum chain. So I love that these two payment giants are embracing Web3. Both their CEOs have made public statements that they're super bullish on the future of Web3. So uh, it's good that they're embracing that. Because if they change, if they don't change their business model, they stand to be disrupted by Web three. So exciting stuff there. Uh, another piece about Web three, Bosch, which is automotive engineering electrical giant, they have pledged hundred million dollars towards Web three and AI initiatives. So they're going to be giving these funds out pretty much for Web3 and AI initiatives. And you know, the beauty about AI and Web3 working together is the potential is just enormous. And I cannot even begin to tell you how excited I get when I see all this innovation happening in AI and Web3. Uh, it's gonna be a lot more than you being able to answer AI something and get an answer. It's more like putting predictive analysis on top of the chain and getting, being easy, finding easier ways to catch hackers and scammers, um, finding patterns and stopping things before happening. You can't stop a transaction on the blockchain. That's the whole point. But also like warning people before they do something that, hey, this could be coming from a illegitimate source. So you might want to check your transaction before signing. So that I'm, I'm excited. So good on Bosch for being uh, super bullish on Web3 and AI. Next piece of news coming from Galaxy Digital and PayPal. And again, guys, PayPal is huge into crypto. They they hold their balance sheet since it's a publicly traded company. They have to declare everything to the SEC. They hold a giant bag of Bitcoin. I did not know that. I thought they just traded Bitcoin. They allow trading. But they actually hold a ton of Bitcoin. So it's it's kind of amazing. So Galaxy Digital and PayPal have come together to raise about $20 million for Chaos Labs. And what does Chaos Labs do? They offer economic security systems for DeFi protocols. What does that mean? Pretty much simple, straightforward. Uh, making sure that DeFi protocols are sustainable. If something like wallet drains or, or a depegging of a token or something bad starts to happen, they, they, they can notify the important people or the important parts of the protocol figure out a way to handle these things before they happen because DeFi is definitely a space that is growing and the more the the more funds that flow into it the more responsible we need to get with our innovation so i'm glad that these companies are investing in these in these technologies okay um we haven't talked about cbdc's today so <laughs> we're gonna go back to nigeria for this one and the reason i laughed is i don't know what's going on with the nigerian government they so the timeline of the nigerian cbdc about two years ago they launched their cbdc they forced it on their people 
people didn't use it, then they started putting limitations on their ATMs. Like you can only withdraw so much money from the ATM because they wanted to force people to use their CBDC and still nobody adopted it. And now they're back in the news because they're in talks with R3 blockchain, which is a blockchain company. And it, it's actually a blockchain itself um, to revamp their CBDC. Some like you did it for two years and now you're going to revamp it. So I, I have no freaking idea what the government's thinking over there. So uh, clearly the people don't want that CBDC. The people have spoken. They don't trust the government. So I don't know why they keep doing this. So hopefully uh, this revamp is not just a revamp of technology. It's a revamp of regulations and they can be more transparent as to why they need the CBDC to be rolled out so bad and why they need their people to adopt it so bad. I do understand that majority of Nigerian population is unbanked, but they currently do have a system that works, which is phone minutes. They do have Bitcoin, but the challenge with Bitcoin over there is it's trading at a premium, and so is Bitcoin trading at a premium in all the other countries that have hyperinflation problems. So Lebanon, Turkey, Venezuela, Nigeria, any country you name that is having inflation issues, hyperinflation almost, uh, they're, they're uh, flocking to Bitcoin and that's causing the Bitcoin value to go crazy up compared to other markets because there's such a huge demand. Uh, so yeah, we'll see what happens with this R3 partnership with uh, the Nigerian government coming out with their second phase of CBDC after the first, uh, first phase was a complete failure. Okay. I'm going to close out with some exciting news here, and then we're going to open up the floor to questions. Uh, everybody that's, I mean, everybody knows about Titanic, right? <laughs> We've seen the movie, what, 50,000 times at least. Uh, so Titanic is uh, celebrating its 25th anniversary. And to commemorate that, uh, there is a company called, uh, I think, yeah. So it's called Artifact Labs. And this company is is doing something incredible. It is tokenizing real-life artifacts from the real-life Titanic and making them NFTs that are purchasable. So you can own a whole memorabilia. You can own a portion of the memorabilia. They're also talking about creating a DAO for the community to manage future decision-making around Titanic and related things. Uh, it's a three-way partnership. Um, again, it's a huge brand, so got to be right about it. So I'll, I'll see how this goes. I'm going to take a look, see if I like something, see if it's within my budget range trying to get something. Uh, <laughs> I, I remember having a t-shirt of the Titanic as a kid, and I had no idea about the story or anything. I just liked the shirt because it had a giant ship on it. Uh, but it's good to see that um, Titanic is embracing Web3. I hope they do it right because... I was talking to Jenny and Ditsy on the server the other week, and I was talking about my disappointment with companies coming from Web 2 to Web 3 and completely shitting the bed and doing a horrible job understanding what Web 3 is about and making it all about a cash grab. So hopefully they do it right. Hopefully people really enjoy this experience, and I'm, I'm rooting for them because I really like Titanic, the movie, and, well, it was unfortunate what happened with the ship, but it is a huge legend. So I want this to go right. All right. Well, that is all I had for updates. And if you haven't, meanwhile, any questions, feel free to reach out to me in Discord or in Twitter DMs, always available for each and every one of you. Love you all. Have a wonderful rest of your night. Mm -hmm.